The brilliant EQE SUV from Mercedes-Benz available with digital light technology. So smart, even the headlamps are thinking. The vehicle's all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQE SUV. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If if you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Pirelli Scorpion Weather Active. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Thursday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Coming up, Joe Montana will join us, and Troy Aikman will stop by as well. Final hour, Aaron Donald of your Los Angeles Rams. This program brought to you by the great folks at Mercedes-Benz Vans. Where other vans stop short, Mercedes-Benz Vans go far beyond. From their customization options, cutting-edge tech, five-star sales, service, financial support crew, Mercedes-Benz Vans, built, equipped, engineered to be ready for anything to go the extra mile. Take that all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. McLevin, you got a poll question for me. So I did put up on the site, if you had to bet on one non-quarterback to win the Super Bowl MVP, mm. who would it be? Choices, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Leonard Fournette, Mike Evans, or any defensive player. So those are the top four in odds. Okay. Or any defensive player. And actually, the early leader is Kelsey. Yeah, it just feels like the quarterback gets the credit. Even if Kelsey has a big game, it's going to be about – it feels like the game is about Mahomes and Brady. And unless Tom doesn't throw for, you know, more than two touchdowns or at least two touchdowns, he's not going to be the MVP if they win. I think Tampa wins because of their defense. 
and Kansas City will win because of their offense. Yes, McClellan. Would you have given Eli Manning both of his Super Bowl MVPs if you had a vote at the time? I would have given it. My opinion was at the time when they beat Brady and sacked him like five times, I would have given it to the front four because I thought the defensive front with the Giants changed the game. They hit Brady every, it felt like every pass, and they sacked him, and uh, Eli made a couple of big plays. But they never think out of the box. I would have given the Denver Broncos offensive line when they beat the Packers, I would have given them the Super Bowl MVP because they changed the game. They dominated. But they usually just give it to the quarterback. Speaking of which, Joe Montana joining us on the program, courtesy of Guinness. How's life, Joe? Joe? I can't hear you. You can't hear me. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on a second. Oh, there we go. There we go. Okay. I got you now. Okay. Hi, Mr. Patrick. How, How you are you doing? Everything good? Everything's good. How about you? Good. How many Guinness have you had today? <laughs> you know, I, I put it in my coffee cup and looked <laughs> so no one would know. <laughs> Did you eat on game day, on Super Bowl day? I, I ate very little. Um, and... I, 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 there was this thing that could come out while, while we were playing that the, if you had a stomach full of food or too empty, you know, it, it affected, you know, your reaction time. So I tried to eat something like a piece, a little piece of steak and maybe some eggs or something and then get out of there and just, just enough to keep my stomach busy, but not full. And then, Take a candy bar or two for halftime, and <laughs> I was ready to. <laughs> we, I was ready to go. Bill Russell famously used to throw up before games. I don't know. Did you get nervous where you would throw up? No, I've never thrown up. That's not been one of my favorite things in the world to do to, to begin with, <laughs> but especially before a game, yeah, I've gotten nervous. I think we all do, and I think if you know, if you're not nervous, you, then you're really don't care about your performance. No, but you're not without. allowed to be nervous because you're the quarterback. You're Joe Cool. So you like you can't show that you're nervous, can you? No, I don't think so. I think that's, you know, I always try to be myself, but I think inside there's always that little butterfly that, you know, you want that little bit of, of nervousness because I think it shows that you, it cares about you care about what you're about to do and you know, how you play means something. If it didn't really mean anything, you know, then yeah, I'd rather have people nervous, a little bit nervous, too would, nervous. Right. The infection. But. Would you rather have the lead, but the other quarterback has the ball with two minutes to go or be down and you have the ball with two minutes to go? Um, I'd rather have the ball. I'd rather have the outcome on my, on my hands than anything else. It's just, you know, I, although we had great defenses, so, but it's just, I don't know. I, it's just, I don't know. I want to be part of that. I want, I, I want to make, I want to have a, a, something to say in the outcome rather than to watch and not have any input. So. Did you, how many times do you go to the line of scrimmage and you knew it was going to be a touchdown in your Super Bowl games? <clears throat> um, I, I think it, in some of the cases, yeah, you could just tell by immediate lineup where you were going to go, and not, then it was just a matter of trying to move, keep somebody out of a play, um, and you you had ideas that I know was going to be a 
touchdown in the Super Bowl to win um, not until the ball was snapped and the safety split, and then I knew we had an opportunity. The, the one to John Taylor. Now, John I'm, Taylor. I'm behind the goalpost when you had the touchdown pass to Jerry, and it was a crossing pattern, uh, and I could see it unfold. So I know you could see it unfold, but it was like, oh, no, that's a touchdown. And you hadn't even thrown the ball yet. Yeah, you know, as soon as you see that field open up, and, and, and actually that was supposed to be a hook, and the hook with man-to-man for us, we had so many adjustments. When you get tight coverage, he just takes it into a cross. And so you, as soon as you saw that happen, the field just opened up, and it was like, oh, my God, don't miss him. <laughs> just don't miss him. <laughs> What's the NFC title game that still bothers you? Um, the one I got hurt because well, we were winning, we had a chance to go, you know, to three in a row. Um, and that was and, Leonard Marshall or Jim yeah. Burt? Uh, Leonard Marshall. Yeah. You know, that, and I think the Washington, those two games, you know, cause we, we had won, we thought we had won the Washington. We, we lost to them and there was a little phantom holding call on Ronnie Lott on the other side mm. of the field. So it was one of those things where, you didn't have control and, you know, they ended up going down and scoring and then, you know, they went on to win the Super Bowl. But uh, we had a pretty good team again that year. So if those you can start your franchise with anybody but you at quarterback all time. Yeah. Um, I don't know. These two guys playing today be hard. They're so different. Um, I'd, take, I'd take them both. You only get one, Joe. Well, I need a backup. <laughs> Steve Young is the backup. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. They're so different, Dan. Uh, you know, you have to take Brady, I think. It's hard to not to take Mahomes, but, I, but if you're looking at records and success, or are you looking at a future? If I'm looking at the future, I take Mahomes. If I'm looking at trying to win now – um, and you're just starting putting a team together, I'd take Tom. So uh, different different scenarios. How often have you spoken to Brady? Hmm. The last time I spoke to him, we were at the, the last Super Bowl with, with the 100th anniversary team. But is it football talk or just family talk? Uh, that was a little mostly football that time. It's usually a little bit mixed in of both, but most of the time it's uh, – but it's all football. What's he want to know from you football wise? Nothing. <laughs> he doesn't need to know anything. He doesn't need to know anything? <laughs> no, uh, I think he's got it handled. <laughs> but when he had two Super Bowls, maybe he could have learned something from you. He was on his way. You know, it was one of those things you could tell that, you know, what he was doing and, and the ability that he had to make the guys around him better. You know, it's kind of what we're talking about with this with Guinness and the GOAT commercials, making people around you better. And, uh, you know, he has that ability. Obviously, you can see when he moved down to Tampa. Now, Tampa, yeah, they put up a lot of yards and a lot of touchdowns last year without him. But, you know, all around, he just makes people better um, on both sides of the ball. And um, so I don't think he really needed any guidance at at that point. we, we look at Brady, maybe maybe we don't look at Brady the way we do LeBron, but like LeBron can't be as great as Michael because Mike won six titles and never lost. 
Whereas LeBron has, I always think we never give credit to the guy who got to the title game, even if he did lose. Like John Elway, it was always held against him. It's like, oh, he got blown out in Super Bowls. He got his team there. And the same with Brady. Like You get there, and yes, you've won, but you've also lost. Um, and, and I wonder about that, of how much credit do we give or do we put blame on guys who lose Super Bowls? Do we still do that? Um, I don't think you put blame on them. I just, for some reason, they get kind of left out of the, the, out of it. Look at Jim Kelly. I mean, look at what he did in Buffalo so many times. And I joke around with him because I, after they beat us when we were in Kansas City, I go, seriously, you should just let us go because you guys are going to go there and lose. <laughs> Wait, you said that to Jim Kelly that you guys uh, yeah, are going to go we, and screw it up? Yeah, we've been good friends for a long time, so I, I felt comfortable <laughs> saying it. You should have let us go. That's great. Uh, we're talking to Joe Montana, joining us courtesy of Guinness. I like the spot. You know, uh, there, there's yeah, some you know good acting there. <laughs> you know, I think it's they've done a great job with um, – you know, trying to get a message across to people that, you know, no matter what it is, it's about being resilient and, and being able to fight and to come back. And um, there's a greatness inside of all of us. We, we have to find it in these times. And that, you know, you know, no matter what you say, no matter what happens, you got to realize that, hey, just relax. We got this. We can come back from this. Because, you know, we, we look at, you sit here and you look at it and you go, okay, let's talk about the greatest player that we haven't seen yet or the greatest play that hasn't happened. Every time you see a great play, like with Eli, this thing sticks to me catching the ball in the back of his helmet. There's, and then there's something else that happens even better than that. And, and, and it's here we are, you know, trying to uh, get people to realize that we still haven't seen the greatest year. It's still ahead of us. I mean, can't get any worse than it's been the last one. Yeah. And so we just, they're, you know, they're reaching out to people to say, Hey, look, find that greatness and let's help the people around us who need help. And, and in the meantime, um, you know, um, they're not pushing Guinness like a normal beer ad would do. And not, they're talking about being responsible when you do, we've got a big game coming up and enjoy your Guinness, but you know, let's do it responsibly at the same time. And uh, it's been a great partnership. And, you know, I fell in love with Guinness when, when we were, girls were jumping horses and we went to Ireland and, no, the horse trainer said, let's go get a Guinness. And I was like, okay. Um, and like most people, I was thinking, oh, wow, look at that thing. It's dark and heavy and ah, you can't get it. But when you taste it, it's light and smooth and much different than you expect. And, and I expect and I fell in love over there. And so every day after that, I'm going, Charlie, it's time to go get a Guinness. <laughs> well, it's like dessert over there. Oh, no. And, and then, and then you know, them getting uh, associated with the Notre Dame alumni and the fans uh, just made a lot of sense to be a part of, of this as um, part of their program. And you have the comeback, I think it's in the Cotton Bowl against Houston and uh, this year's senior year. And I, I'm wondering if, like, how important was that comeback to maybe how teams viewed you as a quarterback? Because you went in the third round, and I, I don't know. That was a famous comeback. You were sick at halftime, frigid conditions there, and you somehow had this amazing comeback. I don't know if it had any impact, impact on your draft <clears throat> status. Um, I, you know, it, it's so crazy about the draft because all those guys, like a bunch of teams said, well, we're going to take you in the first round, and, or we're going to take you in the second round. 
and everything slips by and you're going, oh my God, what's, am I even going to get an opportunity? And that's all I was looking for. It's hard to, it was hard to compete against, you know, what they look for. They're looking for size and strength and arm strength. And I, I didn't have any of that. And, you know, we're throwing the ball 19, 20 times a game. You know, Jack Thompson coming out the same year was throwing at 50. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> how do you compare those numbers? Um, you know, and, you know, I always laugh and say, if, at the combine, they put 225 and see how many times you could bench. I might still be laying there. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. I, I think that that game was fun, and, you know, I tried to give it away a bunch of times, and it's just like we talk about, you know, you just got to be resilient and keep going and fighting, and no matter how bad it looks, you know, it, it can get better. Great to talk to you. Hope you're doing well, and uh, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Always happy to be here. Good to see you. Thank you, bud. Hey, I don't see me up here. I miss you. You're missing me up there. I am. Yeah. Well, That's... like the, this is a home game, but you would have had to have come here. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, man. All right, bud. Good to see That's, you. That's uh, Joe Montana, four-time Super Bowl champ and uh, three-time Super Bowl MVP. We'll take a break. Troy Aikman will join us in the on deck circle. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Oh, yes, it's back, Todd. It's back? Yes. Yes. The Rocket Mortgage Super Bowl Square Sweepstakes. They're giving away a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, How about $50,000 every time the score changes? Not every time. Yes. Yes. So that means field goals, touchdowns, extra points, safety. I'm not believing that. Every single time the score changes, there's going to be money to be won. Yes. They're going to go bankrupt. I don't don't understand how the fiscal thing works with that. (laughs) God bless them for being able to do it. Very, very generous. Rocket Mortgage will be announcing winners live on their channels during the game. Follow along February 7th to see if you're a winner. It's free to enter, easy to play. See rules. Enter now at rocketmortgagesquares.com. And we can win, right? No, you're you're, you're not eligible. Not eligible. Rocketmortgagesquares.com. No purchase necessary. Legal residents of the 50 U.S. states in D.C. who are the age of majority ends February 4th. Wait, it's already ended. What is today? Oh, it ends tonight. Today, that's it. 11.59 p.m. Eastern. Equal housing lender, licensed all 50 states, NMLS number 3030. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. 
Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Kumo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Make sure you sign up for the DP Show newsletter available daily at 6 Eastern. Recaps the day, the show. Sign up, danpatrick.com. Enter your email address in the box that slides out in the bottom right corner. Troy Aikman set to join us. What, McLovin? Oh, uh, just before Troy comes on, I thought we would get ahead and do this day in sports history. So I wanted to look for, I'm looking everywhere. Okay, for, wait, 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 wait. Is this going to upset Troy? No, Aikman? no, no, no. Now I it just, feels I, like this is timed, so I'm going to upset Troy. No, I just was trying to find a day, this day in sports history, where the Cowboys won a Super Bowl, but I don't, I just have three years ago, the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Oh, so I thought Philly that would, special. yeah, Man, just to remind I, him that the Eagles won on this day. I, Troy's got three rings. He doesn't care. None were on February 4th. Let's bring in Troy Aikman here. What worst fan base to deal with based off being a Cowboy quarterback? Uh, McLovin and those Philadelphia Eagles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a pretty good fan base the Eagles have. They're they're not quite as edgy, I don't think, now that they've won a Super Bowl. But back in my day, they were pretty tough. (laughs) But what would they say to you or that you could make out? Oh, man, they, they they said it all. You know, there for a while, I thought that the Eagles fans really did not want to win a Super Bowl, that they kind of liked the badge, that they could just be bitter and, and angry and kind of <laughs> let it rip. But uh, 
Yeah, they're they're a loyal group. I mean, they travel well. They're they're fun, and uh, especially at the vet, the old stadium where I used to play. Oh God, it was a horrible playing surface. Yeah, horrible. Could you leave the state? Could you leave your hotel when you were in Philadelphia? Uh, well. <laughs> I never left my hotel no matter where I was. Now, if you ask Michael Irvin, he might have a different answer. <laughs> was there ever a time that you were leaving the hotel and Mike was coming in? <laughs> no, no, I never caught him. I think he had uh, he had his exit routes and his uh, re-entry <laughs> routes down pretty good. Did you ever pull him aside, though, and say, Mike, you know, come on. I mean, you got to – No, no. No, and I'll tell you why, Dan. Um, I mean, he made no secrets about it. We'd be at training camp, and he'd be telling me kind of, you know, what he had been doing. And 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 I had no issue. And I, and we laugh about it. I mean, I, I think probably the 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 stories are probably a lot more sensational than what they really were. But Michael was our, the hardest working guy we had on our team. So as long as he was practicing, and and I didn't notice anything that was taken away from our efforts at practice and then in games. And that was how I felt about everybody. I mean, everybody was free to do whatever they wanted as long as it didn't impact our uh, preparation. Yeah, but there's that story that Deion Sanders tells when when he first I know that one. (laughs) He first joined the Cowboys, and Michael had a party for him at a hotel room, and Deion walked into the room, and he said, "Mike, I don't live like this." (laughs) So Deion quickly went out of the room. Yeah. And, and and Mike did back it up, and he uh, Mike loved it. I mean, he was like, you know, hey, yeah, I'm sure. he, he said, yeah, I'm, I'm telling the truth. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know, you got Michael Irvin and Emmett Smith on Dancing with the Stars, so you're the lone holdout with the triplets. Have you been approached to be on Dancing with the Stars? I have. I've been asked twice. Uh, it's been a while, but uh, yeah, it it. Uh, it's not something, Dan, I, I, I even considered. I mean, it's a nice deal for a lot of a lot of guys, and a lot of guys have been able to go out and have success on that show. And then, of course, Erin Andrews was one of the hosts of the show and working with her all these years. But, yeah, it's uh, – you can't fake that one, Dan. I mean, you got to really put the time in. And, uh, and I, I can't dance, and I don't enjoy it. So I don't think there's any part of that that would fit for me. All right, a couple of things here. Can you tell me what Aaron Rodgers was saying after that loss in the NFC title game? Yeah, I'm, I'm really not sure. I, I think that maybe the the devastation of losing that game kind of put him in a different place, uh, and that's why he responded the way that he did. I, I wasn't really certain what he was trying to communicate. I do know, Dan, that l- throughout the season, you know, we had Green Bay a number of times, talked to Aaron each time before those games, and he was always in a good place, always liked the situation there at Green Bay, Matt LaFleur and the connection that they had, and the relationship. So I, I was surprised, but, but having lost that game before, I know how devastating that can be. If you were the Texans GM, what approach would you take? Well, the, the first thing I would do is, is make amends with Deshaun Watson. Uh, you know, he's just too great of a player and he's a franchise quarterback and, and that has to be fixed. And, you know, I don't know all the details to that, but, I, and I don't know Deshaun Watson that well, but what I do know of him, he seems like a, a stand-up guy. I think he's a, a good person and all that. Sounds like he was told something that they didn't follow through with. So I understand why he might be upset if, in fact, that's true. And I think that they've they've got to go uh, make sure that that relationship is right. They need him in order to be the team they need to be. And what if it's not fixable? 
Well, then they've then they've got to address that. I mean, and and, and who knows? It, it may not be fixable. And if it's not, then then unfortunately for the Texans, I mean, Deshaun Watson's going to be fine wherever he goes if he's not playing in Houston. But for the Houston Texans, then they've got to try to address the quarterback situation. And you know, to have your guy, to have a franchise quarterback, and then all of a sudden be in the market for trying to find another one. Uh, a lot of teams out there have shown that that's not easy to do. What do you think it does to Jared Goff's confidence level that the Rams went all in on him and they go to a Super Bowl and then next thing you know, you fall out of love and they find somebody else. You get kicked to the curb. Yeah. Um, you know, it'd be interesting to hear what he what he feels about it. I don't know if there's a part of him that maybe wanted to leave Los Angeles for whatever reasons. I've been in situations where relationships become a little bit, you know, strained and, and maybe a different scene is good for him. But You still there? Yeah, someone jumped in here. But um, are you hearing something? No, no. That's... Uh... But uh, anyway, no, I think that for Jared to go from the Rams and then to Detroit, uh, I think it was a pretty good situation for him in Los Angeles, a very quarterback-friendly offense. And and I, I don't know that he really knows what he's getting into there in Detroit with the changes with the coaching staff. Something's a connection's not great, but I want you to get in your plug here with uh, the Frito-Lay commercial that you're doing, the uh, Twas the Night Before the Super Bowl. So hopefully the uh, connection will hold out. Yeah, no, it's uh, it was a great time, Dan. We, you know, I shot it with Jerry Rice and Joe Montana, and had a lot of fun with it. And Peter Berg as the director was fantastic, and Frito Lay, everybody with uh, the company was terrific. It's probably the most fun I've ever had shooting a commercial, uh, just because of the relationships that I have with those guys and the way that it was pulled together and kind of the tongue in cheek humor of it all. I think the people who see the the uh, commercial during the Super Bowl, they're going to be really fired up about it. I think it's a really great spot. I thought the one to kick off the season was the night before kickoff was great. And uh, and this one's pretty special because of all the iconic players that are in it. Would you ever bet against Tom Brady in a Super Bowl? Uh, no, I, I, I would not. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I mean, it's going to be, a, I, I think it every year before these Super Bowl games, but to have a guy, it's hard to imagine anyone surpassing what Tom Brady has accomplished. But if there's anyone who potentially could do that, of course, it's going to take some time. It would be Patrick Mahomes. And I think there's great respect between these two teams and two, between these two quarterbacks. And it's going to be pretty awesome to see how it shakes out. But you're a competitor. Is there part of you that says, you know, there are things I do better than Tom Brady? Or if... <laughs> No, yeah, I, I probably could still outrun him. You know, I mean, I, I do think. I, although I, I went to uh, Barry's boot camp and I pulled a hamstring a few months ago, so I'm still recovering from that. But even with that being said, I think I could still outrun him. But no, you're a competitor. Is Brady that much better than you? Um, well, I think the proofs and the results. I, I think that's life. You know, so from that standpoint. Uh, yeah, he's twice as good as me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and maybe even more if he wins on Sunday. <laughs> That's right. Uh, hey, uh, congratulations with the commercial. We look forward to seeing it. Always great to see you. And thanks again for uh, being available for us during the season. We appreciate Absolutely. it, Absolutely. Thanks, Dan. You're the best. That's uh, Troy Aikman. He's a Hall of Famer, NFL and Fox lead color analyst, three-time Super Bowl champ. 
So he's uh, Tom is, is is twice as good with six Super Bowl <laughs> rings. That's a good line. That's a good answer. That's man. a very funny line. There. That's a good answer. Yes, Bowling. I I go back to that day that story you told. It, it was Deion Sanders on the phone. It was back at ESPN, and you had Michael Irvin in studio. So Deion's telling the story with Michael listening, and Michael was next to you under the table laughing. Oh my god! It, it was we were all sweating. And Michael Irvin gets so excited. Whenever he's around me and we, we're talking to go, D, 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 D. And, and that's how he wants to tell you a story. And he loved that story because it was true. He's in there and who knows what's going on in that hotel room. And Dion walks in and Dion's like, I don't, I don't live this lot kind of life. And all of a sudden <laughs> he just turned around and walked out. And Mike is dying with Dion telling that story. Oh, did we settle on a poll question, McLovin? It seems like it was a long time ago. (laughs) We put up the uh, non-QB Super Bowl MVP, and we actually have a two-way tie between Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey at 28%. Everybody else is well below. Do you find it interesting that pro football focus grading the players in the Super Bowl with uh, 10 of the, the top 15 players play for the Buccaneers? I was a little surprised at that. When I when I look at the list here of of all the great players who were playing in this, like I, I don't know. I just I wondered about that. That Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Tyron Matthew, uh Clyde Edwards Hilaire. And unless you go uh both sides of the ball, that you you have some really good defensive players. Mike Evans and Godwin are in there. Um, Leonard Fournette is in there. Devin White is in there. Shaq Barrett is in there. Antonio Brown. Yeah, McLovin. There's two Bucks offensive linemen in the top 10. Tristan Wirfs, the rookie, yeah. and Ali Marpet. Well, I thought the Bucks line was, that caller always says that the Bucks line wasn't good. Oh, you know who that is? That's Ted in Tampa. And today is Ted's birthday. And Ted joins us now, our Tampa Bay Buccaneers insider. Happy birthday, Ted. Hey, seven decades, Dan. You did it. And I was the original beer here kid. I used to sell beer there at Crosley Field back in the 60s. We no used to stand kidding. up on top of the stadium and uh, watch them build I-75. No kidding. Yeah, my, my, my go-to call was getting moody with Hootie. Oh, yeah, rock and roll with a hootie pole. Yeah, yeah, we were all from South Lexington, and we drove up there after our Little League games and after church on Sunday. Yeah, that's great. I went yeah, yeah, to yeah. I went to Crosley Field for one game, and it was very intimate setting uh, to watch a game yeah. at, in Cincinnati. But uh, but we quit when uh, they traded Robbie. We we just couldn't Frank understand. Robinson. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, hey, uh, got a uh, update here for you. Hmm. When we thought uh, you would still try to send somebody down uh, for the Super Bowl, we had to put in a request to get somebody into the celebrity flag football game. So we drew names out of a hat, and we thought maybe you'd send Paul Paps down. We've got a guy who, with a softball cap on backwards and a COVID mask and a hoodie, looks something like Paul Paps. Our guy's about 45 uh, pounds heavier. So you'll see this Saturday. It starts at uh, 2. We jump in. We've got a bunch of guys jumping in at 1.30. And then uh, 2, the game starts on the other ship. Um, it's this Saturday, but you'll see a number of tackles made by a guy called Paul Paps, especially if uh, Ronda Rousey's carrying the ball. Ronda Rousey's in the game? Yeah. Um, Flutie is the captain of one team, and T-Max captain of the other team. 
Tracy McGrady? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, why, you know, but oh. he's, he's, a, he's a celebrity. and Yeah. He, uh, well, Paulie's he not. Paulie's not a celebrity. No, but we've got a guy that uh, looks enough like Paulie, and Paulie, we get credit for every tackle, especially the ones uh, Ronda Rousey carries. All right. Well, thank you, Ted, and happy birthday to Ted. Ted keeps trying to get us down to Tampa. It's not going to happen, Ted. This would have been the year, <laughs> but it's not happening. We won't be able to make it there. Uh, Barry in Long Island. Hi, Barry. What's on your mind today? Good morning, boys. How are you? Great. Uh, I was watching the, uh, your uh, Alcatraz uh, video there, and I I wanted to uh, commend you. I think it's amazing that you guys braved the waters of the uh, Pacific and washed up on, uh, on shore totally dry. Yep. Amazing. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we forgot about that. You know, there's always continuity. There's always a person there who is, you know, they survey the scene and make sure that everything continues, that everything looks the way it's supposed to look. And we were coming out of the bay and uh, we were we were dry. But uh, thank you, Barry. Thank you for the phone call. Nitpicking. Not the fact that we created this masterpiece on Alcatraz. It's you guys were uh, you were dry. Yes, Paul. The best line is as we're running and the, the alarms are going off at Alcatraz, we're trying to escape right before we enter the water. Fritz goes, real quick, can I go to the bathroom? <laughs> There's a bathroom at Alcatraz. I really had to go. I wasn't, that wasn't even like an act. But you're in there in Alcatraz, and then when they close the, the, uh, the door for your jail cell, you know that they're going to get you out, but there's part of it that you're in these cells, and who knows what went on in those cells, how many people were in those cells down through the years. And, you know, there was just enough fog around Alcatraz and it's cold and the, uh, the water is choppy and you, you just, you kind of step back in time when you, when you uh, jump off the boat and you uh, you're out there and then you see the boat leave. And then you know that you're out there for a couple hours because we were shooting this Super Bowl promo. And, and, you know, there were no other people out there. It is quiet on Alcatraz. But, uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun in shooting that. More phone calls coming up. Uh, 877-3DP-SHOW. And next hour, Peter Schrager, one of our favorites from Good Morning Football, will join us coming up. I think he's had some conversations with uh, Sean McVay about that Matthew Stafford trade. Aaron Donald, we talked to him yesterday. You may have seen a couple of the... Uh, answers that he had on that trade he was shocked he was shocked that uh, Jared Goff got traded uh, that'll be uh, coming up as well also Drew Brees is going to make his announcement post Super Bowl this according to his head coach Sean Payton you normally don't make an announcement if you're staying or coming back I'm guessing that if you're making an announcement that you'd be making an announcement to say thank you and it's a standalone day because and unless you're Alex Rodriguez, when you want to interrupt the Super Bowl coverage or Super Bowl week, um, when he signed with the Rangers, I think, this is Drew Brees saying, you know, I'll announce it next week and I'll have a standalone uh, day to myself. Yeah, Paul. It's got to be really weird if you're Drew Brees because I, I don't believe anybody wants to retire. Being a quarterback in the NFL, who would want to stop doing that? You have a very good team. You're going to get healthy, but it's almost like, I don't know. That's got to be a very tough decision as far as mentally because 
everyone's saying, oh, you got this great job. Go out while you're still a good quarterback. Yeah, but I think because of all the injuries. And, you know, if you had a your shoulder was hurt, you got all these cracked ribs and you don't want to get to a situation where Sean Payton has to bench you because you're not playing up to what the standard should be. You know, you lost. Um, you didn't go out the way you wanted to, but it gets harder and harder at that age that you can now come back and all of a sudden you're going to have the magic again. Um, he's been through a lot. He's played a lot and certainly got hurt this year. And I think the last couple of years, you, you notice that if you can't, Brady still has a strong arm. And I think that that, you know, that separates him when you get to that age how, you know, Philip Rivers didn't have any zip. Uh, Roethlisberger's been banged up and had the surgery. You know, Rodgers still has zip. Rodgers can still throw it with anybody. At least it feels like that. Maybe not Josh Allen and Mahomes, but Brady still has a fastball. Therefore, you know, you the defense doesn't creep up the way it does against the Saints. Because all I cared about is, if I'm a defensive back... 10 yards and in, 12 yards and in, maybe 15 at the most. That's all I cared about. And they were not taking shots downfield. And you'd see the defenses creep closer and closer and closer. And I think that's where this team needs to move on. And I've said it before, I was in the minority. Maybe I still am that Jameis Winston was more likely to be your starting quarterback than Taysom Hill next year with the Saints. We'll take a break. More phone calls coming up back after this on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Redestine tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan, see their Redestine test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. 
and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. With the doors have played the Super Bowl if Jim Morrison had stayed alive longer. Like Hendricks would have played the Super Bowl, wouldn't he? If he had stayed alive? Trying to think anybody else. Janis Joplin, probably not. But but Hendricks definitely would have been a great halftime show. I don't know if you could have had the doors up there with Jim Morrison. I don't think so. What could go wrong? Everything. Yes, Pauline. Or it would have been like one of those collaborations where it's like The Doors and Missy Elliott and Kid Rock. They put them all out there together. <laughs> the Doors and Missy Elliott. Uh, and Kid Rock. Yes, McLovin. But with those bands, I've turned into something much more like like The Stones transformed into a bit more commercial. Would they have become kind of, I don't know. Like look at Jefferson Starship, airplane turned to Jefferson Starship. Yeah. I mean, what about Led Zeppelin? They never really, they never crossed over to do a Super Bowl, did they? No, 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 no. Same thing as the Doors, right? Would would Kurt Cobain have allowed Nirvana to play a Super Bowl halftime show? I'm going to guess no. Nirvana and Cisco. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he did Unplugged. That's not exactly Altamont. Uh, yeah. That's a little corporate. <laughs> well, no, I understand that, but I can't imagine Kurt Cobain and Nirvana, that, that Kurt Cobain would... There's no way he would uh, allow them to be seen that way. That's sometimes the, uh, if there is one, the silver lining or blessing of, of bands breaking up or... Or somebody dies. Or somebody dying is you don't get to the like bloated sequin jumpsuit version of Nirvana. Easy, easy. I'm sensitive about Elvis. Uh, but, oh, I was just making a generic Yeah, yeah. With somebody wearing but... sequins and bloated. <laughs> doing, doing, you know, kung fu. We didn't get that version of, of Kurt Cobain. Yes, and I'm okay with that. I was going to tell Seton this after the show, but I heard this long podcast about this theory that Kurt Cobain is really Rivers Cuomo of Weezer, that I'm sure Seton knows that he died, reinvented himself, he faked his death, 
and reinvented himself. And it's got it's hot this year because River Cuomo has an album out, and he jokes about it sometimes. Is that I know it's not true, but that's a good theory. I don't know. No, it's not. It's a bad theory. Yes, I don't get Weezer. By the way, I well, that's why you don't like the theory. Well, no, it's not that. I I, I just well, don't. I mean, also that Weezer was a band while Nirvana was a band makes it tough too that that theory could possibly be <laughs> correct. <laughs> well, he started faking to be Rivers Cuomo and mm. put on glasses. Mm. Yeah. Well, would you rather see? You know, if you if you said I could get. Jim Morrison and the Doors and Hendrix halftime show. That'd be sweet. Did, how about Led Zeppelin? Did you ever fantasize to seeing them play halftime? Like they, I can't no, see that at all. No, I'm glad that they didn't. Oh, I didn't. I didn't want that. That's plus, you know, halftime show. If they did Stairway to Heaven, that's their one song that they would do. The Who did it. They did a Super Bowl in yeah. Miami. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Stones did too. Um, Springsteen did it. I I just didn't want to see Zeppelin do it. Yeah, Paul. But it would have been welcome, Led Zeppelin and the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> the Peas would have just showed up. Yeah, they should always show up. Yeah. <laughs> well, they don't even have Fergie anymore. Oh, really? I don't think they're just the Black Eyed Peas. Wow, Fergie Ferg. Is... I think Fergie Fergs is on her own. I I think they're just uh, the Black Eyed Peas minus Fergs. I saw a documentary on Kings of Leon. And I can't decide if I liked it or not. Because it just has to... What, Paulie? I, would, I wish you could have seen Seaton's face when you did. He grimaced like, like he'd eaten something bad, like no. bad fish. No, no, no. no. Kings of Leon are cool. What made me grimace is you go, I was watching a, a uh, documentary on Kings of Leon and Andrew goes, ooh. <laughs> I like that. Their story is amazing. <laughs> But but the document- preacher sons out of Arkansas become rock stars. That's a great story. Oh, I know. Like their their father was one of those preachers that he would put his hands on you. He'd lay his hands on you and he'd heal you. And uh, I guess mom and dad split. And the documentary is really about where they grew up and how they grew up. Not as much about the music that I. That's what I wanted. But you can see how you know they were formed by how they grew up and. Being, you know, deeply religious. Yes. The crazy thing about that band is that they were massive in Europe. They would play to 50,000 people in Europe and come back to the United States and play in front of 700 people. Like they just hadn't hit like that or, you know, 1,500 people or something. And their success sort of like boomeranged back. And then eventually they became huge, you know, here and everywhere else. But I saw Kings Leon open up for you, too. And I wanted to get there early to see Kings of Leon. And, uh, you know, that that's where you have it like a smattering of people and they're milling about. And meanwhile, you know, this band, I saw Muse open up for you, too. And, uh, you know, that's where people get there. And if they truly know a band or love a band, then they're so excited. And I'm right up front with Kings of Leon because I'm I, you know, I'm I'm into it. I, I love the sound. I love, you know, that, you know, their whole story there. And then you two came on after. But I, I remember seeing you know, the warm-up band. Like, The Who was a warm-up band for Jimi Hendrix one night in, in London. That's a pretty good double bill for me. Yeah, Paulie. I've got the list of all the bands that played Super Bowl halftime. And in the first 15 years, there's always, like, uh, marching bands. The first few were, like, marching bands. Up with people. Yeah, then you got, like, themes. A Mardi Gras Festival, a salute to the 60s of Motown. The first one where a pop band played, I think, was uh, 1991. 
it was uh, New Kids on the Block played. Mm. And they actually got a good reaction because they were trying to get younger people to watch. Mm. And then it kind of, they had a year where it was country musicians, where it was like Clint Black and Travis Tritt. And they did that a few times. 1997, it, the halftime band was Dan Aykroyd, John Goodman. Yeah, well, Belushi was dead. Yeah. So they did... Jim uh, Belushi, James Brown, and ZZ Top. Yeah, the, yeah, the Blues Brothers minus John Belushi. I've never really been all into the halftime shows. Although, when I saw Springsteen, because NBC carried that Super Bowl, and I wanted to go... I think it was a Friday night they were rehearsing, and it was light rain, and I went in, and I started... So I'm right up front uh, as they're rehearsing. And... Uh, Springsteen uh, throws down a little water to slide so he can slide on stage. Uh, he has part of the act that he does it. And I'm taking pictures. And I got a security guy who walks over and he taps me on the shoulder and he said, we're not doing that here. Oh. And then I go, okay. All right. And then he walked away. And as he's walking away, I am, I am watching him walk away while I'm taking pictures of Springsteen. And all I, I just sent him to Paul and uh, I, I remember another security guy came up on the other side of me and he said, we're not doing that here. Roger Goodell asked for my phone <laughs> and I gave it to him. No, I destroyed it. The, yes. boss, the boss didn't recognize you? Hey, Dan. <laughs> All right. Come on up. <laughs> Thank you, Todd. <laughs> Thank you, Todd. Aaron Donald of my Rams coming up. Peter Schrager. Good morning, football. One more item as we close out the second hour. I walked in today and Todd goes, gosh, you looked awesome. You do? Yeah. And I said, well, thanks. He said, you got all this energy. You got a big smile on your face. You're, you're vibrant and like kind of skipping to your loo if people still do that. I don't know what the loo is. I don't know, but you're skipping to it. Yeah, but the loo is the bathroom in England. In you England. skip to the loo, my darling. Right, but in here in America, it's, I don't know if it's the bathroom. Wherever it is, it's skipping to the studio. Yeah, but I feel great. But that's because I take an everyday supplement. It's called M-Drive, and it's backed by science. Powerful ingredients. Helps me get energized, stronger, leaner. And I'm an athlete. I'm competitive. And uh, I don't know how you felt when you woke up this morning. Were you tired? I was a little tired. Yeah. Unlike you who have this glow and this unbound energy. Thank you, Todd. You can fight back. Try M-Drive for yourself. The everyday supplement for guys with drive. M-Drive. Walgreens, Rite Aid, Vitamin Shop, or go to mdrivedan.com today. You can feel like me, or you can feel like Fritzy. Don't feel like me. mdrivedan.com. Refine your prime with M-Drive. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What makes a Mercedes-Benz EV different? Electric is what gets you there, but Mercedes is what moves you, like no other automaker can. The vehicle, all electric, the feeling, all Mercedes. The choice is all yours. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQ. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 
21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.